Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free 5-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, we got a lot of news here on a Thursday. Last night, of course, AW and NXT. We're talking about both shows here today. A lot of stuff happened. All sorts of things from angles to title changes to legitimate injuries to updates on legitimate injuries. Two legitimate, in, actually, I guess not legitimate injuries, fake injuries that they updated us on that as I watched the show, it appears, what the heck's going on? I thought everybody was hurt. Apparently they're not. I'm talking specifically about the Velveteen Dream. So we'll talk about that tonight. We'll take your text messages first, phone calls later. Text messages 425-780-7566. And later, I'll give you the phone number. Don't want you calling right now. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. We also have, apparently they finally started working on the draft, because we have got the rules for the draft this year. For those of you that have missed Stephanie McMahon, she will be presiding over the draft this year. It's going to begin on SmackDown Friday, and will be concluding on Raw. Over 60 male superstars, female superstars, and tag teams have been placed into the 2020 draft, and more than 20 superstars are eligible to be drafted on Friday, more than 30 eligible to be drafted on Sunday, so or Monday. So what that means is, for every two picks that SmackDown gets, Raw gets three, because the show is longer. They're doing that again. And the tag teams will count as one pick, unless Fox or the USA Network in conjunction with WWE officials, wants to only pick one superstar from each team. Undrafted superstars will immediately be declared free agents and can sign with either brand. So we'll talk more about this after the break. Wrestling Observer Live.
Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-200-5818. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible. Without debt consolidation or bankruptcy, we depend on your success and offer a guarantee so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-200-5818. That's 1-800-200-5818. 1-800-200-5818. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60PLUS for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill. I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back of the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Yes, Mike Sempervivi is here. That's how I know Mike's here. I just started hearing myself. Like, how many times do you listen to Art Bell and I'm I'm hearing myself through you? Did you just... Dear God, How many many times have you listened to Art Bell and said, you know what, I'm better than that Please extinguish your listening device, Mike Sempervivi. Mm. All right, listen, this is the draft rules, all right? East of the Rockies. Dude, you are east of the Rockies. Over 60 male superstars, female superstars, tag teams have been placed in the draft. More than 20 superstars eligible to be drafted Friday, 30 on Monday. 
Due to the length of each show, for every two picks SmackDown gets, Raw will get three. Tag teams count as one pick, unless Fox or USA, in conjunction with WWE officials, want to pick one superstar from the team. Any unsigned superstars immediately declared free agents able to sign with the brand of their choosing. You guys notice anything about this, by the way? Nobody? What's that? No mention of NXT. Mm, so, true. it looks like Raw can go to SmackDown, SmackDown can go to Raw. I presume NXT will either be free agents or they will be drafted to Raw or SmackDown. But it looks like nobody's being drafted to NXT. Because uh, why do anything that makes sense? So It's only Thursday. Here are the pools. For night one, I guess these wrestlers are... Are available to be drafted. Asuka, Sasha, Bianca, Dana, Umberto Carrillo, Elias, Angel Garza, Drew Gulak, Heavy Machinery, Hurt Business, Mickey James, Lucha House Party, Drew McIntyre, Murphy, Ray, and Dominic going as a package. Naomi, The New Day, Roman Reigns, Ricochet, Seth Rollins, Mandy Rose, Shayna, and Nia, Shorty G, AJ Styles, and Jey Uso. AJ Styles, I would say is almost for sure going to Raw. If you guys recall correctly, AJ was very upset at Paul Heyman for costing his friends their jobs, allegedly, even though Paul Heyman had zilch to do with it. He was so mad, he demanded to go to Friday Night SmackDown. And then when he got there, Paul Heyman ends up on SmackDown. And it turns out that AJ wants to watch his son play on Friday nights, and so he's upset that he's on SmackDown, even though he decided to go to SmackDown. Now, to be fair to AJ, when he asked to go to SmackDown, they weren't going live on Friday nights. But, of course, as soon as he went there, they're back on Friday nights. Now he's upset. So, that's that. Now, this is the best. For Raw, these superstars are available to be traded. Andrade, Bailey, Alistair, Alexa Bliss, Daniel Bryan, Carmella, Corbin, Apollo Crews, Nikki Cross, Dabakato, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Eric, Lacey Evans, Charlotte, Jeff Hardy, Billy Kay, Lana, Keith Lee, The Miz and John Morrison, Riddick Moss, Natalia, Titus O'Neil, Randy Orton, Kevin Owens, Truth, Retribution. We'll get to that in a moment. Matt Riddle, The Riot Squad, Peyton, Arturo, Huas, Sheamus, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, Street Profits, Braun Strowman, Tamina, Akir Tozawa, Zelina Vega, Bray Wyatt, and Sami Zayn. Now, if anybody can explain to me, if anybody can explain to me, why isn't everybody available on both nights? Why is Akir Tozawa not eligible to be drafted on Friday, but he is eligible to be drafted on Monday? Can anyone explain any of this to me? And furthermore, my favorite question, which nobody has answered yet. Uh-huh. Retribution's gimmick is that we are here to destroy WWE. We are here to destroy, at this point, Monday Night Raw. Why would anybody draft them to SmackDown? Well, don't ask me. That's the draft rules here. It's preposterous. But I'm sure that, you know, there is there are 1.64 million people or whatever that are going to watch this show come hell or high water, no matter how good it is and no matter how stupid it is. And so I'm sure they will enjoy the draft on Friday and Monday. And probably the following Friday and Monday, where they draft people 
and then they figure out that they made a mistake, and they have to draft them back on the next two weeks of shows, which is, in fact, what happened the last time we did a draft. So there we go. That's our update. So Retribution is a tag team. The Hurt Business is a tag team. Yes, Retribution is a group. It says here Mustafa Ali, T-Bar, Mace, Slapjack, Reckoning, and Retaliation. So they did me a favor. The next time I screw up and can't remember the name of the group and I call it Retaliation, I'm, I'm half right. What about the other 84 minions? It's like Akira Tozawa's ninjas. What about them? Well, they're apparently free agents. They're unsigned hooligans. They can go wherever they want. Uh, their field, their pool, uh, when, they're, when they're written up there. Interesting. Maybe, maybe they can be drafted to main event, where apparently Bianca Belair was, was traded to a, a couple months ago, although I guess we're going to see her on Raw soon. Maybe SmackDown. Who knows? Maybe both shows. You never know what could happen in the universe. So this person here says, last year you expected SmackDown to be more top-loaded than Raw due to the new Fox deal. Didn't really happen. Do you expect the same since the TV contract renewal isn't until 2020? Well, let me tell you something, my friends. I've learned a lesson. Unlike WWE, I can learn my lessons. It doesn't matter what's going on. It doesn't matter who's up for renewal. It doesn't matter what show is on network television and what show is on cable. It doesn't matter. None of this matters. Until the end of time, Raw is always going to be considered the A show. They're always going to get the A talent. And SmackDown is always going to be the B show. That's just how it's going to be. SmackDown could be up for renewal tomorrow. I shouldn't say tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, because the draft is tomorrow. They could be up for renewal starting on Saturday, and Raw is still going to be the A show, and SmackDown is still going to be the B show. That's it. Thank you, Mike. This person here says... You're ready to shuffle the notes here. Every time I've jumped in today, you fired back in with something nonsense. else. You've had a, another comment. You've had I've, something else you needed to I've get in. I've always given you your time. Oh, yes. What's the over-under, this person says, of couples being separated during the draft, and how many will have to be fixed by Monday? Well, what I would have said a year ago is, I think that they've learned their lesson after last time. But let's be honest. What are the chances they have learned their lesson about anything? Oh, zero? Okay, so I'm sure that at least one couple will be split up, and then they'll remember on Saturday, and they'll have to redo it the following week. All I do, everybody, is I look at history. If they'd like to prove me wrong, I'd be more than thrilled for myself to be proved wrong. But time after time, I expect that they will have learned their lesson, but they don't. They do the same stuff over and over again. So I think that we'll have the same thing happen that we had last time. Draft, people moving from one show to the other, and then them having... You know what will happen? They'll move Keith Lee to SmackDown, and then they'll wake up Saturday and they'll realize... Oh my God, Keith Lee and Retaliation, or whatever her name is, they're dating. Well, damn it! We gotta move them back! And they'll move them back! Actually, in her case, that probably wouldn't be a bad deal there, if that, if that's the case. But To uh, be separated from her boyfriend? How would that not no, be a bad to, deal? No, to then have to be moved back and then moved with him and then out of that group. Actually, I got an even better one, okay? They're gonna split up a couple... Everybody's going to be upset on the internet. They're going to move the person back so that the couple isn't split up. 
but they won't actually have considered the fact that they aren't touring and that it doesn't matter what brand husbands and wives and girlfriends and, and boyfriends are on, nobody's touring anyway. So actually, this time it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what brand the husbands, wives, boyfriends, girlfriends are on. Now, I will say, I'm not going to let you talk this time, Mike, because i got to say more about this. Go ahead. That's right now, okay? All right? Right now it doesn't matter. But Florida just opened up everything. So that means that the NXT loop could come back. WWE could do their own little loop all over Florida running shows. And wherever else ends up opening up. So yes, at this moment, you could put couples on different brands. But I don't know where things are going to be in a month. They may be touring all over the country again. At least all over Florida. No, it could be the whole country in a month, Mike. I don't even know. I don't know what these people are going to do. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Let's look at the rest of the news, and we'll do more here. Ridge Holland suffered some sort of injury. I don't know what happened either. It says on our front page, to his ankle, and maybe it is his ankle, but all I know is that dude went down and was grabbing his knee. And they taped his leg from his foot all the way up to his crotch. Or he was in a giant brace. So I guess we'll find out an update when we get an update. But they were just doing a match, and Oni Lorkin did a big dive, and Holland tried to catch him, and he went down, and that was the end of that. So I don't have an update as of right now, but I hope he is all right. They announced that Finn Balor had a broken jaw in two places which is legitimate. They actually had x-rays of it. And I'm not going to say it's not serious because anytime you get your jaw broken, it's serious. But there was like no announcement that he needed to be stripped of the title. And if you recall correctly, like the last guy that won the title, I mean, he suffered an injury, a separated shoulder, by the way, which is a serious injury. But I mean, it's not like he's going to be out a year. I don't think. I've never heard of a separated shoulder putting a guy out for a year. But they stripped him of the title. And my guess is that Finn will be back within probably, I shouldn't even say, but I don't think he's going to be out a long time. So that tells you what you need to know about the jaw injury. And then the other one, which was hilarious, was Kyle O'Reilly. Now, Kyle O'Reilly, they just had the doctor say, I forget the term that they use. I've actually got it here somewhere. I mean, this doctor was adamant. He said, let's see, where is it later on here? Now, it's very important that I read it exactly as he, okay. So the doctor says, says. the doctor says, there is no chance Kyle will be able to make TVs this week. Let me repeat. There is no chance that Kyle will be able to make TVs this week. All right. So Kyle was on TV. So, this doctor was wrong. Now, granted, he was there tucking, but he was not allowed in the ring. All right? So, Kyle got some sort of injury that allowed him to do backstage segments talking, but they would not let him near the ring. There was zero chance that he was going to be in the ring. But unlike every other injury they tell us about everybody, they would not tell us what was wrong with Kyle O'Reilly. I'm not reporting 100% that Kyle O'Reilly has a concussion, but there is exactly one injury, historically, that they never tell us about. They tell us about everything, but they never tell us when somebody has a concussion. So I don't know for sure that the guy has a concussion, but based on history, 
The fact that he had an injury that would not allow him in the ring, but they would not tell us what it is, I mean, that strongly suggests to me that the guy had a concussion. So that's our injury update, and there you go. Look at the look at the, the forum folk. Uh, our Twitch homies and homats here. COVID or condu- look, if he had COVID, it wouldn't be COVID. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be, be on TV. Exactly, he wouldn't be there consorting with the bunch there. But uh, no, so hey, Rich Holland. <laughs> that and who knows? You don't want to turn it into the injury anticipation station or anything like that. But that looked like that looked like a the way he grabbed it and the way he was screaming and the way they carted him out. Like I hope that's like. <laughs> Hopefully it's no ligaments, but it certainly looked like it was more than one ligament, and I wouldn't be surprised with how he went down if it ends up being like a PCL and an MCL or something like that. But regardless, it is a nasty injury and nasty timing because you already had, uh, I almost said Dexter Loomis, he came back. You had uh, uh, Karrion Cross go out, who was going to be your big bad guy, Pat McAfee, obviously, being the top heel in the company, was a, a only a temporary thing. But having Rich Holland go in there a, almost after that with Adam Cole was going to be really a perfect scenario for me, for, certainly for Rich Holland, to be able to work with those guys in some form was going to be very important, I think, to his career. And to see that snatched away already... Uh, when he's getting his big chance, I'm just I'm crushed for him, and I'm also just you know from an injury point of view, just cringing over what report is going to come out over how badly he's hurt. So last night, AW NXT. What's going on with these cameras today, dude? I, I, it's a Chris Jericho 30th anniversary show, everybody. Somebody's and had some bubbly. We had a we had a very fun dynamite show. And we had a very interesting NXT show. Myself and Vinny will review these shows for 90 minutes tonight if you want full details. But Brian Cage, Will Hobbs, I love that match. Just a big Haas fight. And they tried to make Will Hobbs a star in one night even though he lost. I thought they did a very good job. We had FTR. thing about the show was there were so many botches in two of these matches. FTR versus Jack and Angelico was just like, I don't know what happened in that match. Yeah. So much for styles make fights. Sometimes styles make the complete opposite of fights. It makes them ugly. And this was just, if these, if you tell me these two teams are going to work with each other on the road for weeks and this match looks complete, it's never this bad again with these two teams. I, I would say this now that they have faced off against each other, but it was one of those, it is a styles clash right out of, right out of a real life fight that just does not go well. Jack Evans and FTR, Bad combination for the time being. We also had Serena Deeb and Big Swole. And listen, everybody, listen, okay? I don't know who's putting... I don't know if Kenny Omega is putting all of these matches together, okay? But if Kenny Omega is putting these women's matches together, this is all I'm going to say about it, okay? Kenny Omega is one of the best workers in the world, okay? Not everyone is Kenny Omega, Almost nobody is, okay? So when Kenny is putting these matches together, I think he puts together matches where if he were in there, it would be great. But Big Swole is not Kenny Omega, and Serena Deeb is not Kenny Omega, and this is not, I'm not bearing either of the women. I'm just pointing out, 
And it's not just them. I mean, I could go up and down the show and tell you who also is not Kenny Omega. And it's pretty much everybody, okay? But right, forget that. Just, just but hold worry on. About the, well, this... Don't worry about the women's division when it comes to that Kenny Omega thing. Because hold that's on, well, let me get through it then. For a long time. This crisscross spot, okay? <laughs> if this were in the G1 and it was Kenny Omega and Naito or Kenny Omega and Ibushi, it would have been phenomenal, all right? But it's not the G1. And it's not Kenny Omega and Ibushi. It was Big Swole and Serena Deeb. And they start crisscrossing. And they're changing direction. And they are and they got totally lost. And they just stopped and looked at each other. And then I think Swole did like a big drop kick or something. And then they did whatever. Dude. That's all I'm going right, to say. That, and that was the And I don't even one. want to say that because I don't even know if Kenny Omega put this match together. But whoever did... What was with this crisscross spot, dude? That was and that was the second one because the first one when they did the the misdirection spot, they almost smashed faces. I mean, that actually could have been worse if they would have hit directly into each other. Then they do one later on that's just again just as bad. Serena is a good worker. Yes. Swole is they, a little bit green. A like, little bit. Look, she does not look. This is I'm gonna. This is nothing against her. Big Swole is not ready. For prime time, she's ready for dark, and the more she works on dark, the better she's going to be. She has got a future. She has got talent. With that said, she, no, don't put two people. And again, her learning on the fly. Everybody's learning on the fly in AEW. A lot of their talent is because they haven't had this kind of experience before. But that how it ended up. I mean, look at the way Brian's talking about it. This has been a problem with some of these women's matches. And again, you've got to get these people. This is why I think so much attention goes to BTE. And it's like Dark is the one. Dark is their creation that deserves the most credit because they're figuring out a way to get 14 matches. I mean, there's a ridiculous amount of matches on there, but they have a ridiculous amount of people that need the work. And this last night with Swollen Deeb was a great reason why, because not only did they put too much into that match, it went on for way too long, and okay. it is nothing. You like you said, it's nothing against them, but the structure and the scenario just did not work out. Okay, so listen, I was never an agent, but I was a wrestler, and boy, did I wrestle a lot of green people. Okay, and I'm not saying this is the only way to do it, but this was the way I thought about things. And if you disagree, that's fine. I got in the ring with someone who was green. If it was on a scale of one to ten, which ten is very complex. And one is what Buddy Wayne used to say was idiot-proofing a match, okay? First time I got in there with somebody who was green, it was a one. I mean, it was the most idiot-proof match I could possibly come up with that anyone off the street could maybe do successfully with me, all right? This is if they were very green. If, if that was successful and I was going to wrestle them again, then maybe I'd go to two or maybe three, all right? One time... One time, it was a hair match with Vinny. I decided, you know what, this is a big match. Poor Vinny's going to get his head shaved or he's going to lose his hair. Damn it, we're going to go to six, maybe. It was one of the worst matches I ever had. I, I quit wrestling afterwards. I quit going to the gym. I gave up on, on all aspects of, of physical culture for like three months. Angel had I sat out in front of our my pool at my my crappy apartment. I just laid out all summer. I ate food. I got fat. It was horrible. 
Okay? Why? Because I should have just done a two with Vinny, and I decided I was going to do a six. And he'll tell you the exact same thing how much that match sucked. Start at the bottom and work your way up. Don't start at ten. Back in a moment, Observer Live. With so many new pet owners, Kezia's grooming can't keep up. Kezia's grooming? Sorry, we'll book solid through the weekend. I can give you a call back, though, if something opens up. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. If your home service business is not at the top of Google Maps, winningreviews.com is here to help. You need to be careful when working on your Google My Business profile, which is what shows up on Google Maps. One mistake, and you'll be on page two. Winningreviews.com offers a workshop to teach you how to get to the top of Google Maps. Don't let your competition have that top spot. Check out winningreviews.com and get to the top of Google Maps. Go to winningreviews.com. That's winningreviews.com. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. What was great on the AEW show last night was the dog collar match. I think it's exactly, exactly as I 
as I expected. Cody needed to leave. I wanted somebody to defend the title while he was gone and get him over at the same time. Now he's back. He's a champion again. Although, what's interesting is he's facing Orange Cassidy next week. And Orange Cassidy has had, I think he had a world title shot, if I recall. And for sure he had a TNT title shot. He lost both of those. He's coming off that big win, the two wins over Jericho. I mean, quite frankly, he should win the TNT title. But they just did a title change this week. I now, say, what does that mean for Brody? Well, what is it? I, we'll get I to don't... Brody in a minute. Let me get to this Orange Cassidy thing. Good. This is my thought here, okay? I don't like the idea of doing a one-week title change, all right? But if you recall correctly, they did, I think it was the Iron Man match with Pac and Omega. And in the middle of a match where there were going to be a whole bunch of falls, they did one DQ. It's the only DQ they've ever done on television. Because they want you to know that, you know what? We can do a DQ. Even though we never do, we can do it, okay? So... I do not think it's the end of the world to do a one-week title run for Cody and have Orange beat him next week. And then, I don't want to say never do it again, but you shouldn't do another one-week title reign for years. But I don't think it's the end of the world to let fans know that just because somebody won the TNT title doesn't mean they might not lose it the next week. Because right now, I mean... You win the TNT title, and there's a presumption that you're going to do several title defenses until the right guy comes along to beat you. And for some fans, I mean, that might take him out of a match. So I don't think it's the end of the world to have Orange Cassidy win the title next week, hold it for quite a while, somebody eventually beats him, they hold it for quite a while. And I'm not talking years, but more than a week. So I think Orange should win next week. I don't want to see the guy beaten again. This is, uh, in some ways to me, akin to the conversation about Jungle Boy and people saying he always loses and you bringing up the fact that the only people he has lost to in singles matches were people on the top of the food chain. Orange Cassidy just lost a TNT title shot to Brody Lee. And other than that, he's beaten Chris Jericho in back-to-back events match you know the 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 challenge match the seven thousand dollar challenge and then the mimosa match i mean i know they're not they're not matches and i agree with you that he needs a win that's why i would not have been doing this match coming up here and maybe there's a reason for it and the reason is because he's going to win i mean it's very easy to have the dark order because it does not look like that's necessarily a dead issue there that you could have Brody lee or somebody come out to cause uh, Cody to lose, you know, without Orange Cassidy knowing about it, obviously, you do it in a way where he's turned around, where or you do some sort of terrible act on him as well, too, which could lead to a title shot, Orange Cassidy, and, you know, working with members of the Dark Order. I could fantasy book this thing out with him with the TV title, but it's kind of like that Jungle Boy thing where it's like, who else has he lost to? If you look, who literally, who else has he lost to? I mean, he's been in tag matches. He hasn't lost any singles matches. Ray Phoenix in May, nobody's going to remember that. You know, I, I, I don't know who does. So, like, I don't know if it's necessarily that important when it was proven, you know, last night, and it's been proven in AEW on other nights, that a really good match sometimes is okay. 
the AEW fans are not that jaded and beaten down to, to you know, and necessarily in all cases. And some of people have to have it explained to them. Not every loss means the person is buried, but he can lose to Cody Rhodes here and not, to me, suffer at all. To me, this idea that he needs a win, he needs a win, that's been... I know there's somebody that's been saying that over and over again, and I there's a level of truth to it, but I don't think it, it shows up here. I, it's I different. You, I, to me, it's to me, it's really not. Well, I'll tell it you why really it's different. Isn't. I'll tell you why it's different. Because Jungle Boy is a young guy, and he's on his way up, and he wins some, and he loses some. As noted, he only loses to the top guys. There is a big difference, and it is this: Orange Cassidy just came off. Two wins over Chris Jericho, okay? So, how many people has Chris Jericho lost to in AEW? Virtually nobody, okay? So, if you're going to beat Chris Jericho, there's no point in winning two straight matches over Chris Jericho if your plan from that point forward is for the guy to go 2-2, two and two, which is what it will be if he loses. If After he beat Chris Jericho, he beat Angelico, he lost a TNT title match, he beat 10, and then he's going to lose another TNT title match? That's 2-2 two and two coming off a win over Jericho. If that's the case, why did they do the feud and the wins over Chris Jericho if he's just going to be a 50-50 guy, a 2-2 two and two guy? That's totally different from Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy I, never got a win over a Jericho. I disagree. He's losing to a champion. He's losing to a dominant champion with with Cody. I mean, he, to me, I I, I don't I, I don't know. I just to me, there's obviously a story to this, and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because there's a reason that they must be doing this. Because otherwise, why is he not coming back? And then next week, why is he in the title picture again for a title that he just a shot that he's already lost? That's why you I know, think he's why winning. Why is he not beating Jake Hager? You know, why is he not facing, you know, Sammy Guevara? Why is he not getting a big win over another contender that happens to be there? Give him a win over Ricky Starks. Give him a win over there's a zillion people on that roster. It doesn't necessarily have to be Cody, which obviously sends the sign up because of the reasons that you mentioned that we're probably going to see Cody lose the belt. But, you know, I don't see why, in hindsight here, taking the belt off of Cody so he could go do a show – I, you know, I guess in a way it helped to establish Brody Lee in a very violent way, getting the big win over Cody. I mean, it jump-started that reign. But I, you know, to have him lose it in the same fashion, it'll be interesting to see where they go with Brody Lee because I think he, even more than Orange Cassidy, who is going to be cheered and I think is going to get attention and ratings almost no matter what for the time being, what do you have for Brody Lee, who's supposed to be one of your big monsters over there? What do you got for him now? Because he lost in just a dominant fashion as he won the title in. No, he didn't. He won the title in two minutes, and then they had a back-and-forth dog collar match for him to lose it. And he, look how he look how he went out in that match, though. I mean, he went out he bleeding got, on the ground with the chain wrapped around his face they were with both his guys bleeding. coming out even after the good guys scrambling to come grab him. So, I mean, it was a dominant, clear-cut victory for Cody Rhodes. You're well, denying it was, that? It was a clean victory, but in no way was Cody's win over Brody equivalent to Brody's squash in three minutes of Cody, where Cody got zero offense in. They're, they're not the same. Okay. Dude. You're right. You see not that look I'm giving the to you, same, Brian. But you had you had Cody get run over because you needed to establish Brody because he had to go do this show. And I'm not saying that it was, it was. You're right. It was not completely yes. one sided or anything. Cody like did that, not but run over Brody. Victory. He didn't run over Brody, did he? Was Brody had to get laid out and rolled out of the ring? 
He was defeated by his opponent in a dog collar match. Okay, you're you're okay. Mike, yes. listen. I, uh, go ahead, Brian. Right, let's go back to this. Your talk on simplifying wrestling. She matches are so simple, if you think about it, but he gets four-plus star matches out of everyone he faces. Yes, it's a simple formula. They beat each other up. He does it with everybody, and it always works. I don't want to say it's the same match every time, but, I mean, I will say... When you watch an Ishii match, do you or do you not get what you expect every single time? So there you go. This person here says, I think that a big reason that the AW women's division is, I didn't say it was going down, but I will read the rest of this. A lot of them are out of the U.S. They need to sign more people. Uh, maybe even Dina Monte and Eva Lise. They have three times as many men as women. Listen, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the AW women's division, okay? Yes, obviously they could use more talent. Everybody could. But, I mean, it's the same thing with a lot of AEW, where WWE signed up everybody that they could when AEW was about to start. And there are significantly more male wrestlers than female wrestlers in this country that were available. And Vince has a certain way of looking at male wrestlers, and a lot of the people that AEW signed were very, very, very talented people that Vince either thought, this person has nothing, like a Brody Lee, or they never even gave him a chance. Chuck Taylor and Trent and Orange, you could go on and on with the people that WWE thought had nothing, for whatever reason, their, their physique or this or that. There, there are far fewer women available, especially with the pandemic, for AEW to snatch up. But that doesn't mean that AEW's division sucks. I was merely talking about the structure of one match on Dynamite that I thought was too complicated. This person says it's bizarre NXT isn't part of the draft at all. Well, let's wait and see what happens after the next week because I think they will be part of the draft. This person wants to know if Ridge Holland is the new Brackus. No, not even close. Brackus was a horrible bodybuilder that couldn't do anything in the ring. I think Ridge Holland is a talented guy. This person wants to know thoughts on the G1. Well, I haven't watched the G1 since last week. So, Mike, now's your chance. G1. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I didn't see last night's show. Last uh, show I saw would have been, what would that have been, night, uh, actually, I've seen night 10. That was Tanahashi and Kenta. Uh, so what was night 11? Night 11 was, uh, Shingo, uh, was the, the Shingo match. And yeah, that was awesome. So, so I got to see today. Let me see. Where am I at here? Let's forget the days here. So evil and Tanahashi was night 12. So that's when I got to see, um, Goto defeated, uh, Yoshihashi, Zack Sabre Jr. over Toru Yano, Sonata over Kenta, Naito over Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson has been really good in this tournament. I mean, really, really good with the the new look with the Blues Brothers kind of updated look that he has. He's been excellent, and he's gotten a win over Kenta, and I know there's a lot of people because of what happened on AEW last night with seeing Tanahashi on there, and I know Dave was talking about, you know, man, imagine if Tanahashi get, gets the match with Moxley, you know, but... That's probably not going to happen until after the pandemic ends and everything, but Juice Robinson and Kenta, 
uh, as a match, you know, for the number one contendership at the Tokyo Dome. I could see being a, a good match for both guys. Uh, Evil defeated Tanahashi in the main event, too. So uh, Naito is still in the lead now, clearly in block B with 10 points. Uh, and there's a four-way tie in block A with Okada, Kodo, Bushi, Jay White, and Will Ospreay. And I'm wondering if we're going to see Will Ospreay actually come out of that block, at least as the winner, even if he doesn't win the whole thing. But, uh, yeah. So when are you getting caught back up on this? Dude, I don't even know. I just got back. Probably tomorrow be my plan. Mm. Maybe today. This person wants to know if Dexter Lupus is back for good. Was he injured? Well, it's Dexter Loomis, not Lupus. And I was told... Okay, this was only from one person. That when they did that goofy spot where in the middle of a match he randomly ran and did a front flip out of the ring and landed on his feet, and it was very, very obviously edited, that he did, in fact, get hurt doing that spot. And that's why he was out of action after that match. So, apparently he's back and he's fine. Apparently he's back. I don't know about fine. That match last night was... Never ending with Austin Theory. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. 
Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, for those of you out there wondering, apparently Dave did a cryptic tweet today that he had jinxed himself last night by saying that that everything, provided nothing goes wrong today, he said he would have the Observer out tonight. He has now said that this was at 1030 Pacific, 60 to 90 minutes we'd know. It is now much far, further along than that. So I have no idea what he's talking about. So don't look at me. I guess maybe we'll find out. Maybe we won't. But that's weird. Yeah. He said it had nothing to do with, I think he said wrestling or pro or booking or something like that. I don't even know. I, I can't tell you, everybody. I'm finding out right now as well about this this tweet. Let's see if he's got an update right now. He is a He is a... A copious tweeter. Nothing remotely resembling anything pro wrestling or booking creative. What? I don't know. He says, remember when Brian said I jinxed myself? Looks like I did. We'll know in under one hour. And then he said, actually closer to 90 minutes if it happens. And all indications, it will. So, still waiting to find out, everybody. What I do know is I want to say thank you to everybody for your donations to Jim Valley's GoFundMe. $43,000 we have raised for Jim Valley and his wife. His his ICU fight, which is still ongoing, $43,000. We set a goal for 5000 and look where we are. This was up like, what, four days ago? When did we start this thing? It was very, very recently. So a huge thank you to everybody for that. And uh, and don't hesitate. You can You can keep... Throwing in a dollar or two if you've got it. Every every dollar counts. So we really appreciate it. And that's it, everybody. We're going to wrap it up today. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners. Everybody at Sports Byline, our Twitch homies, the mightier 1090 AM, everybody listening everywhere on the Armed Forces, American Forces Network. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>